when you're constantly disappointed in people or relationships or marriage or whatever it may be, then you need to look at how you're seeing people. Maybe you're not actually seeing people for who they are rather than for what you think they are and what you want them to be. So sometimes it's just the lenses you're seeing through and the feelings you're seeing through and the emotions that you're seeing through as a person. Because most people, I would say, show you who they are. Whether you see it or not is a choice that's yours. And I Mm. think that's what we need to be aware. And we need to allow ourselves to be open and see people for what they are, see things as they are. But that's easier said than done. Okay. 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 Welcome back to another Chill Session and Can We Chill podcast, a podcast with real life girls, for real life men, real life women, for real life people. <laughs> your girl, Vivian. And your girl, Melissa. And I'm Letwin. See, guys, you don't even know who we've got today yet, but you've heard who it is. Like, we have a friend of ours. Her name is Letwin. And, um... The, the things that us three have done together, we've had some madness <laughs> moments. We've had fun, like, you know what? But yeah, we'll let Letween say a quick hello to everybody and then we'll, we'll get started. But I know she's already said her name, but Letween, go for it. Let them know who you are. <laughs> Thanks, Viv. <clears throat> hey, everyone. I'm Letween. Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my name. <laughs> When did we start running with Letwin? I'm not calling you that. Since when? I call so her Twin Letwin. Letwin. I don't call her Letwin. I know, oh, it's because you can say. What's yeah, Letwin? You, the last time you told me Letwin, yeah, you told me Letwin because that's what people at work called you. Yeah, literally. That's, not, that's why I say Letwin. Okay. Letwin. You're right, Melissa. It is I'm Letwin. saying Letwin. Viv says Letwin. <laughs> I yeah. say Latwin. <laughs> it's work, I think, because at work I literally say Latwin. We all call you something different. I call you Latwin, Viv calls you Latwin, and you call yourself Latwin. <laughs> Latwin. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> Guys, we're going to just get into the icebreaker. So, my icebreaker is what was the one thing that always got you into trouble when you were a kid? Like, what did you, what was you known for as, like, the not the bad thing, but what did you get in trouble with, whether it's school or, like, parents or, like, friends? What got you into the most trouble? The only thing that I can think of right now is stealing cookies. I used to love, <laughs> like, <laughs> I used to love cookies. So even at school, every time I would see cookies or, like, after school club, I would literally take out the cookies. Oh, my days. Did I you know. get in trouble for it? um yeah my mom used to tell me off so they knew mm. so every time the cookies would disappear everyone would know you. that it's let me <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to be known for That's I know. That's kids. <laughs> what cookies, cookies were what was it it was like chocolate cookies like chocolate chip was, yeah chocolate oh. chip yeah those ones mm, yeah i yummy. don't blame you still yeah I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, oh God, 
I think for me it was my mouth. Mm. Like literally, I had a nickname, and I've literally just messaged my um. I can't remember what the nickname is because it was in Shauna. Mm. So it was literally. I think it was something like Chipata Pata. I think that's what I'm trying to remember. Is what that means is like someone who's just fast, someone who's always up to something or doing something mm. with their mouth. So that's what. I'm trying, hopefully, by the end of the episode, um, I've had a response because I've asked them before and I think, I've, I just always forget, but mm. I think it was my mouth because at times, well, maybe it, I have a sharp tongue at times. Mm. So, and I can tell, but then I can tell people would have got like in a certain type of way about it, even like adults. But I was, I feel like I'm respectful, but I know my mouth can get me in, in problems at times. But like for me, it was, yeah, it was it was that, I think. Mine is the same. Mine's no, but, my mouth and my attitude. But do you know when you're younger though, you get away with it because it's cute. Because apparently, normally it's kind of considered as like, like it can be seen as sassy and cute kind of thing. But I think when you grow up, it's like. <laughs> For me, bro. When I when I was when I was younger, that was not seen as cute whatsoever. I used to get in trouble. I used to get in trouble at school. Not bad trouble, but just like teachers would say things and stuff. Um, and my parents, like, my mum weren't having it at all. Even now sometimes she'll be like, who are you talking to? So for me, like, my attitude, but not so much my attitude, not so much my attitude, but more my mouth. Because, like, in school, I would be the one that would not get away with it. So, like, other people would say things, get rude to the teachers and get away with it. And then I would say something and not get away with it. And then I'd get either, like, a detention or whatever it may be you know you get sent out or whatever so yeah I wasn't a bad student or anything but yeah for me it was like my mouth and my attitude um yeah that used to get me in trouble um at school and at home actually deep in it okay so the one I've got I think you might tie in kind of nicely into the episode is would you rather spend your whole life in relationships basically like in and out or mostly single so single or in relationships your whole life single <laughs> <laughs> i would say single because relationships are stressful yeah i would i would rather be single not stress why for the rest of my life though? maybe it's because i've been in toxic ones <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it's like in and out of relationships, so there's no like stability there either, like to be constantly in and out. So I'll I'll rather be single. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather be single. Like, if it was a case of single and like maybe one good relationship every, I don't know, 10 years or something, I know that's mad, but I would rather (laughs) that than a new relationship like every six months or like every two years or one year or whatever I'd rather that so yeah single for me yes the heartbreak though of a 10-year relationship I mean not not necessarily a 10-year relationship but like you're in a relationship for like a period of time then you're single for like 10 years and then you get like like that I would rather that than be always in a relationship mm. I would rather do it that way than always be in a relationship yeah but there's people there's people that actually 
I like that though. That are always in and out, in and out. That you never see them not in a relationship. Of course. Uh, but I don't know. But for me, I would rather be single. <laughs> um, do you know that? Um, do you not know the Natasha Bedingfield song, single? I heard it on. I, um, I yeah. heard when I was watching Girlfriends, <laughs> and yeah. I was. I was like, oh, what's this song? But like, anywho, like, yeah, I'd rather be single only because um, I get more stability than, mm. um, and also I was like, for me personally, I have to think about men in and out, in and out, in and out, because I have a child. I don't think that's healthy. Um, but yeah, <laughs> should we get into the topic then? Yeah. Um, heartbreaking expectations. How do you take that, Lisbon, when you hear that heartbreak and expectations? What do you think of when you think of that, when you hear that? When I think of heartbreak, I think of pain. Um, yeah, I, I literally just think of pain and what you have to go through, like the healing process and how you can recover to find yourself again. Because for me, heartbreak is like losing yourself completely over that person that you are in love with and then there's the whole attachment that comes with it so it's almost like detaching yourself from someone that you were attached to it's almost like bread and butter (laughs) knowing you've got bread you put butter how do you separate the butter from the bread (laughs) that's how i look at it (laughs) like how do you separate yourself from that so it's painful but you you can I don't think you can ever like I don't know how to put it. You can never like separate the butter from the bread, but you can definitely come out of it a better person. <laughs> <laughs> you come out of it oh. a better person, literally. So that's what I think when I hear heartbreak and expectations. I feel like when you get into a relationship, personally for me. I just think of weddings, babies, like I've already married the guy. (laughs) 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 So when it comes to expectation, I just think a ring and I think wedding and that's it. (laughs) I forget all the the other stuff. So that's that's literally how I look at heartbreak and expectations. (laughs) (laughs) You forget about everything. What are you forgetting here, Latween? What's What's there to forget? I forget the whole thing of like how a guy is supposed to treat you like their values, their morals and stuff like that. And I just think of myself in a white dress and the guy in his suit. <laughs> and I think of my bridesmaids. Miss <laughs> the pure version of tunnel vision. You know, when the people are tunnel vision, that's what we're hearing right now, guys. And this is what happens when we experience tunnel vision. That we lose sight of everything completely. But let, go on, Melissa, I'll let you go, then we'll talk. <laughs> so does that mean, Latwin, that you don't not that you don't care, but then you don't really think about certain things then? Or is it more like you do think of it and you do see it, but you just ignore it because you think, well, like how do you kind of see it like that? Because I do get what you mean, like I completely understand, but like, do you just ignore certain things or do you just not see it because you're literally doing white dress at the end of the road 
I'm literally doing white dress at the end of the road. And also, I do see it, but I, I don't know how to put it. I justify it. So you know how, like, sometimes a guy can be treating you nice and it feels nice, the whole going out on dates and things like that, or he'll buy flowers. It's, when I think about it now, I feel silly because it's like petty stuff. Like, any anyone can buy you flowers mm. and anyone can take you out for a meal and stuff like that. So for me, I think I say it, but I just ignore it because I just think we're going to work things out. Everything will be fine. Like no relationship is perfect i basically just justify it i just yeah i justify in my head to make it suit my feelings and how i feel and how i'm gonna get to the to my wedding (laughs) so (laughs) 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 So, yeah (laughs) i'll be thinking of the end goal and the kids and everything when the guy is not even on that level yeah so how early do you think of that though do you think of that like the first day or like six months in i would say probably like six months in like once i fall it's one of them ones that like once i fall that's it anything that anyone tells me well you girls already know (laughs) 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 once i fall that's it like yeah like mad do you know what like the, it's the do, but the, do you know what? What's really good is that you have that self awareness. You know you're like mm. that, but mm. now, um, at least when you move forward after what you've experienced, you know. Listen, like I know this is what I do. I know what I want at the end of the day. I want my marriage. I want to be at the altar. I want my bridesmaids. You see, let's you have let you already has the colors planned, guys. Everything I do. She knows the dances we're gonna be doing. She knows everything. Latwin has put everything. She has written everything down on paper and locked it away. And when that day the ring comes out, she's like, "This is what I want." And be better. It's the self. I think like it's that self awareness that you know that's what you want. And I don't think there's mm. anything wrong with knowing that you want a wedding. You want to be married yeah. at the day. But I think um, when we talk about expectations that you have these things from the start, basically. I know six months, for some people, six months, they would say that's early. Um, for me, on the other hand, I've never really been a person that thinks of wedding or anything like that. Um, I'm kind of just waiting for the guy to show me who they are. Because from a young age, I used to say like, oh, I don't even want to be married. Um, all of this stuff, like I didn't want children. But then obviously, you know, things change. You grow up, you develop, etc. But, like, I think um, I had a child and I'm like, okay, cool. I dig being a mom. That's all right. So, but I feel like it, it's more of a thing that I'm not, like, like tunnel vision focused, if that makes sense. I'm not thinking about marriage or anything like that. Because for me, I'm one of those people, if I don't get married, I'm okay with that. I'm happy to cohabit. I'm happy to be with a life partner, even if I don't get a wedding. Like, I'm okay with that. But there's some people that are not. And because I think there's some people who are so focused on wedding, but, like, for me, being married, having a partner, doesn't make you any more different than having a partner, whether you're married or not. So for me, it makes no difference. But I can understand. So I don't expect those things. But when you hear, sometimes you hear guys saying, well, we met and then after a couple of weeks she was talking to me about kids about wedding about this and then for some guys that's like really off-putting but we spoke about it last week 
asking questions, questions and being forward and saying, maybe not forward, asking the things like, would you like to get married at some point? And if a guy reacts a certain way and they say no, you already know they're not going to give you what you want if marriage is what you want. So I just think it's about like this. I don't see anything wrong with what you're like. But as long as like a guy is happy to give you that and they're the guy that you're happy with and the guy that you that meets your needs or that's treating you with well, with respect. I don't see anything wrong with that because there's a guy you could say that to tomorrow and they'll be like, listen, I want you. I want to make you my wife. But then you've got other ones. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> <is> that really? <laughs> so that's the thing. That would freak me out if a guy just comes and say, I want to marry you tomorrow. That would freak oh, me out really? as well. That would freak me out because I'm thinking, what do you want to marry? <laughs> you don't even know me. Yeah, you have to get I to could be a psycho. <clears throat> <laughs> I like I agree what you've both said um with what you've both said sorry and I feel like it's good that you do know yourself like it's good that you know Mm. how you are um but what you don't want to do is kind of get blinded by the fact that and and a lot of people are like that as well a lot of people are like I just want my family my kids my husband and that's all I want or my wife whatever it may be um but it's just important not to get blindsided by the fact that you want all those things and this person may give it to you but they're just gonna still treat you like shit on the side and you just don't want that and not even that they don't they treat you like shit but because some people they don't treat you necessarily treat you like shit but they just don't treat you how you want to be treated Mm. and a lot of the times we see that and we choose to ignore it both men and women because we think this is the person that I'm gonna be with or at the moment like you said when you fall you fall and like we've said, it's really important and it's really good that people know how they are. Like, you know that that's all you want. But for me, I think as well, like, I want to get married. But if I don't, I don't. It's not the end of the world for me. Um, I would rather be with somebody, like we've said, I would rather be with somebody that treats me well. But then <laughs> saying that equally, I feel like if we're in a relationship and we've been in a relationship for a long time, like, for me, I think we, there's no reason why we shouldn't get married. But... Again, I, even though marriage is something that I want, it's not gonna, if it doesn't happen for me, it doesn't happen for me. But I think what some people do, which is quite dangerous, is they think, well, this person seems to want what I want, but they're still not treating you the same. Because of course, you're gonna meet people who wanna get married to you. Like, you're gonna meet people who wanna have kids with you, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you should. And I remember, I think I've said this on the pod before, but I've, I've heard like things that like people say, like, just because somebody wants to be with you, it doesn't mean you have to be with them. Like there's so many different people that will want to be with you and that will match your values and match your intentions as well. Like if meeting somebody on the first date, you say to them, look, I want to be married within six months. I want to have kids within six months. I want to have a year within six months. You're going to find somebody that wants the same as you, but you just have to obviously keep trying because obviously the first few people you meet are not necessarily going to want to get married in six months. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, you wouldn't get married, but if somebody comes to you tomorrow and says, oh, listen, I want to marry you. you're gonna be be taken aback do you know what I mean so you can't just jump into a relationship or jump into something with some with everybody that you meet um but yeah no it's good that you don't do that straight away but equally six months is still not really enough time 
to understand somebody enough to marry them. But then saying that people get married after like six weeks and they and they live happily ever after. So realistically, there's really no answer. It just depends on how the person, how you are together, I suppose. But I like hearing them stories. I can't lie. I do like hearing them stories when people are like, I knew straight away that this person was the one. Like, I really like hearing them stories because it makes me think that like, you don't have to wait around for ages or you don't have to, you know, it's just what's right with you. It's not by what people say or what the book says or whatever. It's just what fits well with you as a person and you as a couple. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. So do you, so Letwin, do you think then like um, the expectations, like that saying, no one really broke your heart, but they broke your no is it no one broke your heart but they broke your expectations that just your expectations do you would you what's your take on that thing I never really looked at it that way I think that's what I was saying to Melissa as well that I never looked at it in that context but when I think about it now I do agree with that statement it does make sense because um it's the expectation that you have like for me my expectation (laughs) My expectation <laughs> is to get married. So when a guy starts to move sideways or they're not on the same page or wavelength as me, um, is what then causes that pain. Especially sometimes when you feel like you're on the same page but you're not. So when you don't get the end goal, it's, it's painful. Because there will be hints and signs that will show that, okay, I don't think this guy is actually on marriage. Like, the more you talk and the more you spend time to, with each other, you will actually figure out that we were never on the same page. So I do believe that, yeah, it's the expectation that you have when you get into a relationship. Um, Speaking from previous experience, I would say I never really, like, told the guy what my actual expectations were. I just sort of, like, went with the wind. Like, oh okay, we're just going with it. And I sort of hoped that we're like on the same page. So it's almost like you talk to someone for the whole year or two years thinking we're on, we're, we're, our end goal is marriage, but it's not. So when you then discover that, oh, we're not on the same thing, that hurts. Like that's the painful part. Um, But while having this conversation, it's good for you to just set your expectation from the get-go. So if you guys are not on the same thing, there's no, there's no point. Okay. Um, that, that's really important because we always say that on the pod, like how communication is important and how from the get go, you should kind of set out your intentions when yeah. you're watching. Like, what do you call it, Melissa? Intentional dating? Dating, Date, with- dating with a purpose. Yeah. Dating with intent. And dating that actually with- came with Kevin's, from Kevin Samuels, not from me, but. Yeah. No, but no, wasn't that from that 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 um Megan? Wine? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's her name? Megan Good and her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that Devin or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's about like dating with intent and dating with purpose. And I think what the thing is, from my experience, is that people know what they want and people know what they're expecting. There is something that stops us somehow to be able to confront that person and saying, by the way, this is what I want. If you can't give me that, I'm off. And 
but some people see that as applying pressure or some people might just do that for the sake of keeping you there but that's not what they really want some people could just be leading you on in hopes that somebody better who's actually for them comes along then they'll ditch you then you've actually Mm -hmm. gone through a whole process of time and investment because that person just wanted to give you what you wanted but they knew you wasn't really for them I always say most women and most men know when someone is for them and when someone is not for them. The hurt and the pain that we go through in that process, a lot of times, like what you said, we can see it and you can kind of feel it within yourself that this person's not really on my wavelength, but there is something keeping us there. Whatever it is that's keeping us there, um, that's where the issue comes. Because I always say we don't stay in situations that we're, for me personally anyway, we don't stay in situations that we're not truly happy in. Some people do, don't get me wrong. But there is something, you might not be happy, but there is a need that is being met by that person. There's something that they're giving you and there's something that's satisfying you, that's keeping you there. Because from what I know, when most people are said, they say they're done, they're done. It's okay to complain Mm -hmm. about who you're dating, who you're seeing, they're doing this right, they're doing this wrong, etc. But when most people say they're done, most people mean it. Um, Unless something dramatically changes in the course of events or actions or whatever, that keeps them there. But I genuinely feel like when as people we, we start actually being honest from the start but then sometimes you don't want to tell somebody what you want because they can just give you that for the sake of giving it you because they don't want to give you that I just don't <laughs> I don't I don't know then how do you how do you let somebody know of your your what your expectations are without making them feel like you're pushing them to do something that's not really for them they're just giving it you because they want to give it you because not really because that's something that they want for for me I think there's a difference the way I see it is there's a difference between having your own expectations and having expectations of someone else like for me I can say I know within myself that my expectation is that I'm not going to be disrespected by a guy that's my expectation I'm not going to necessarily put that expectation on the guy and I'm not going to tell him my expectations that you don't disrespect me that's just my expectation so if I feel disrespected then I'm out um so I feel like that's that's one thing and the second thing as well I don't always agree with telling a guy or a girl whoever you're dating your what you want and what you're looking for because what I find is that some people play up to it and be what you want or what you're looking for so if for example if you say you want a guy who um is romantic and buys you flowers and all of that stuff they'll do all of that until they feel like they don't have to anymore and then they'll stop doing it whereas if you find a guy who naturally is like that and who will naturally just surprise you with flowers you know that that's his that's who he is that's how he is as a person so for me I sometimes I'm for it and sometimes I'm not because I genuinely do think that when you start telling people how you want to be treated or what you want, they will play up to it until they get what they want or until they feel like, actually, I'm done now. I've put in my work and I'm, I'm bouncing. So 
But at the same time, I do agree with people kind of being upfront when they're dating, especially, um, for example, that whole thing of dating with intent. Because if you're just dating to have fun and you just end up in a relationship, that's different. But if you're actually actively dating for a husband, wife, partner, family, whatever you're dating for, I do think it's right to be upfront and be like, look, like, I do want to get married in the next couple of years. I do want to have a child in the next couple of years. I think that's okay. But when you start to put certain things on people, they will just play up to it, I find. But I do feel like those types of questions, like, do you want to, or sometimes don't even say what you want. Just ask them, like, so what are you looking for? Or like, do you have, how do you feel about marriage? How do you feel about kids? And sometimes it's not even that you're saying that's what you want, but you're just trying to get, understand what their view is. Because if you're just in general conversation, because I do that with people, I'll just make general conversation, but really I have an intention behind it. And then- though that you've got something behind it when you're asking no they don't because the things they come out with nah for me nah because the things they come out with I'm like okay like the way I play it off is like yeah yeah okay like it's just general conversation I won't just randomly bring it up and be like oh so what do you think about marriage or what do you think about this I won't do it like that I've got a way of doing things and I always get people's honest reaction from it because I find that's more genuine than upfront saying so what do you think about marriage? Or so do you think you can marry me? Like, I honestly believe that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can marry me. So, <laughs> no, but some people would do that. So for me, I always just like to, I always like to use oh certain things that come up and use that as a way in. Because I always get my answers from people without, without even directly asking questions. No, I do so, that. I get what you're coming from when you say that I get my answers too. But there's certain places like someone will say, well, "Do you think you can marry me?" Oh God, that one's too much for me. I can't. I can't deal. I can't. I will be, be like, well, "Excuse me." People do that. Though, no, but actually. people do that. Yeah, like, yeah. do you think you do you think you could be with somebody like me? Do you think you can marry somebody like me? People ask them questions. Oh my God, that is mad. That's for weird, me. That's though. mad. But I don't think that's a bad question. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. No, I, if I can, if I can get if it's the first date, then no. <laughs> but if you're talking to somebody and you're dating somebody I don't see the harm in saying like so like you've known me for a while do you feel like you because I've been asked that question like do you think you could take me seriously I've been asked that question so I've not been taken aback by it no but I think it's different that's different than do you think you could marry someone like me I think I think for me when I think of marriage I feel like that's a very serious step um mm. obviously like taking you seriously can mean a lot of things but like, mm. and I think when men hear the words marry or marriage, some of, some of them jump like a mile. They're like, oh my God, she's mentioned the M word or they mentioned the <laughs> B word, baby word. So like for me, that those, those two words, like, but I can see where some guys like, I feel like if a guy is like, take a step back and they're like, um, oh gosh. And you can see that reaction from him. Mm. it just shows that it's not that's not what they want but I think there's some guys that you can meet like I said you can meet a guy today and within a few days they're talking about marriage they're talking about wanting kids there's some guys that are more ready than others but I also feel like sometimes the it could be the guys that you're you go for that you're into that are just not ready for that type of stuff that you're talking about um for example we talked about like sometimes like you might be wanting marriage and you're into hood niggas and he's just still into that really silly life and maybe he's not like the type of guy that is going to probably give you that. 
So it's going to be a bit harder and they're going to be like, wait, 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 where are you going with this conversation? So sometimes I feel like what I've said, if it scares a guy off, it just kind of means that they're not ready because like we said, you have to be intentional with certain things, don't you? Because mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't know. I think it's it's different for everybody in there. But when I think, when I hear, if I heard the M word, because I've heard the M word from some guys and the B word from some guys, I think, where are you going? With marriage mm. and babies, not over here. Like, please, let's not talk about marriage and babies right now. This <laughs> is the time. Like, I guess it, it, it. I guess it just depends on what you're looking for as well. Because if you're looking, if so, if you're somebody who is dating just to date, not really looking for nothing serious, then obviously that will throw you off. But if you're dating somebody, if you're dating and you're somebody who wants to settle down and wants to get married and have kids or whatever then that question that question or that that topic might not throw you off and it's the same with guys like guys who would get thrown off by even talking about getting into a relationship you know that they're not probably ready for a relationship whereas you might meet a guy who don't that doesn't even flinch when you mention the relationship conversation so I think it just does depend on like the type of person you are but also the type of person you're dating and where they are at life in life yeah sometimes i could want that and just not like you i don't like you specifically but so, then that but then you shouldn't be dating them then should you, you really can't, you can't be, i think for me anyway if you're like if you're mentioning that type of stuff and i don't like you the, the reaction you're gonna get from me is gonna be different if i actually liked you so if i like you you're gonna get a softer response or a softer reaction <laughs> but if i don't like you i'm gonna be thinking where are you going like please no like I don't I don't understand but then you shouldn't be dating them then if you don't like them no sometimes it's not the fact I'm not dating no no me I don't waste my time anyway because I don't see the point exactly I I will tell you that like (laughs) I'll make sure the boundaries are placed if I don't like you because I don't see the point in wasting my time I don't like stuff like that so for me like if you're mentioning stuff like that then you're gonna see for my reaction I'm like no I'm not feeling you like Mm. at all like for that's why if but before we even get to that, you wouldn't even have the confidence to say that because I would have gave you vibes mm. or said something that you're already like, oh gosh, like, because mm. I, I don't like beating around the bush and I will be like really bad with certain things. I just won't give you the time of day. Like, and I think this is the thing, like, for example, when it comes to expectations as well, there's times girls want certain things or men want certain things and you're getting, you know, when people are not giving you the vibes that you want, for some reason, you're drawn into them a little bit more. You're like, ah, what's this now? Like, I want you just a little bit more because you're giving me this one and I don't understand <laughs> where we're going with this. So for me, so, and I tend, this tends to happen when you're like giving someone maybe like the cold shoulder and you don't like them. They somehow, for some reason, they come to you more than guys that want you. The guys that want you, that are giving you attention in time of day or the women that are giving you the time of day, you don't want them. But the guys, the, the women or the men that you don't want, they're the ones that that are, that, um, that are there constantly. Yeah. It's weird. It happens the opposite way. The ones yeah. that you do want don't give you enough attention, but mm. the ones you don't want give you a lot of attention. Yeah. Some people in that situation, <laughs> they will end up, that for some people, they can end up putting now, just settling, for example, for that person who's actually giving them their attention in time of day, not mm. the person that they want. But, it's about how you deal with that situation because for me, like I said, I don't waste time. I don't like wasting my time. I don't have the time mm-hmm. of day. Like I said, I've said on 
on the pod. I don't like texting. I don't like wasting my time when it comes to certain things. So for me, you're going to know straight away if I'm being long. I might not say explicitly, like, by the way, eh, mm. but you're going to feel it in my energy and the way I am with you that I'm not feeling you. But sometimes you don't, I don't need to say anything for you to know I'm not into you. And I think yeah. as people, we know when someone's not feeling us. But then yeah. we end up putting ourselves through the cycle and the pain. Like, I like this person, but why are they not giving me the same energy back? But the signals, the signs are there, like what Latuna was saying at the start. It's all there, but we're just not willing to see it. Um, I don't know. Latuna, <laughs> do you watch Love Island? Yeah, I watch Love Island. Have Have you ever described a guy as being too nice? On Love Island or just in general? No, 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 in life. In life. Like, yeah. have you ever said, oh, he's too nice, like, he's just too nice. Have you ever said that? So, Personality-wise, yeah, not not in terms of not looks, physical just attraction. The way they are. Yeah, yeah. Personality, I have. Viv, why what about you? Why do you want to get treated so bad? Why, Viv, why? have you? Why? No, no, uh, no, 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 Litwin, no, no, no. Litwin, don't no. say nothing. No, don't say my, nothing. Viv, my, have you... This is the issue with us women, right, sometimes. Uh, I'll ask you a question. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> we want you to Excuse me. I'll ask you a question. <laughs> Why would you say something too nice? This is the person that's nice is the one that's going to treat you nicely Babe. and respect you and give you what you want. Uh, but have you... We... I see why Melissa asked that question. <laughs> Babe, have you ever said somebody's too nice? I just don't understand the question, to be fair. Uh, have you ever described a guy as just being too nice? I still don't understand the question. Okay, Latwin, you understand what I'm saying, innit? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Because I've said it. But the reason why I brought it up is because most of the time, when we have our expectations within ourselves, it's always the guy that is too nice that treats you that way or that matches your expectations. And that's why I brought up Love Island because a lot of people say he's my type on paper or he would be my type on paper. She would be my type on paper. But then in reality, the person's not your type. Yeah. And I honestly think it's because of that whole, like what Viv said, when they, when they want you, but you don't want them. And when they don't want you, you want them. Cause it's kind of like a back and forth kind of chasey thing, which I don't think is really, I think it's usually the subconscious in us, but that's why I brought up because a lot of people like, when you literally write down what you want, the person that you don't want is always that person. That's what I find. But then in reality, you don't want them. And then that's when people start saying, oh, he's too nice. Because I've had, I've heard so many girls say that. I've said it myself. Like, oh, he's just too nice. And it's not that you want to be treated badly, but it's like some girls see it as you don't really want somebody who's just like, soppy oh you learn you will learn or like you don't want somebody who's like because you've got alphas and you've got betas in it you don't really want a beta everybody wants an alpha so it's that type of thing sometimes you feel suffocated by (laughs) (laughs) no honestly like there's there's this guy who's literally been on my case like that makes me feel like oh he's too nice oh, i want to take you out i want to do this i want to do that Latin, please much. give me a chance Latin, please give me a chance good morning it's good morning begging. he's not even asking maybe like, that's that's why we don't, want beggars. we don't want beggars women and men don't like beggars 
we would like yeah, to that's, work that's what it is then I just say let him please give me a chance nigga what do you mean yeah and I thought to myself but, like this is this is too much but the thing is though if it was somebody who like you was really really feeling and... physically yeah <laughs> <laughs> if it was somebody <laughs> you're, telling it was, you're not attracted to him physically then is that's what i take from that you... yeah I, i'm so, not i'm not into guys with gold tooth like i can't stand it like you don't like my mom and I so, no i can't like I, I can't stand it. I honest, I can't. It's not for me so, because that's all I see when I'm talking to you. That's all I see. It's like enhanced in my face. <laughs> Unless it's the good tooth, and I don't like it. I'm just like, no, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I'm finished. Yeah, no, I hear you still. That's and so I think it's also the begging thing because that that makes a lot of sense. Because for me, I'm just like, can this guy yeah, does he much. not get it? Because I actually told him, I was like, I'm really sorry, but I'm I'm not interested. But knowing myself, I'm a sucker for good looking guys. <laughs> so if he was good looking, probably it would be different. Ah, this girl, you don't think he's good looking? <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> so listen, what do you think is important? Looks or personality? If you had to choose one. Guys, that's a really hard one. It's a really hard one because... A guy can have a banging personality and be and be ugly. And, <laughs> and then it's just the thought of like waking up to that <laughs> It's hard. It's is for me personally it's hard. It's my brain would tell me personality. But Sorry. my body would tell me looks <laughs> <laughs> it's my body <laughs> imagine Literally. somebody and you're cringing out that's so dead that that's so it what's the thing especially when you go out on a date as well for me I think a guy is coming to me because they're attracted to me <laughs> so why can't it be the other way why can I not also be attracted? You're trying to say you're basically embarrassed of him. Yeah. Honestly, I'm thinking, how can I even introduce such a guy to my friends? Because, uh, it's hard. It reminds me of my ex. Probably that's why. And I wouldn't do that again. No, my, my question is right then. But are we, as some people, are you valuing what your friends would think more than what you think though? No, for me personally, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling the guy. I'm not feeling the guy. With my ex, he was very ugly, but I compromised and I was able to introduce him to my friends. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't say that. 
personally is really important, but I'm sorry, looks are also important at the same time. So for so me, you- I need both. I actually need both. So you're telling me you won't compromise anymore on looks if the personality... No. If the personality is on 100, on 100, and maybe the the looks, yeah, are on like 30 or 50. It will take time. It will take time. It's why yeah. it will take time. Beauty, beauty is beyond the surface. No, I get that, but I think it's only fair. You're coming to me because you're attracted to me. So I feel mm. like I should I also be attracted to you because this whole thing of compromising... <clears throat> A guy can be ugly and have an ugly personality and not show you that ugly personality. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's better true. to go for what you like and what your body wants. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you work it out. Oh, okay. So yeah. Nah, I hear you. <clears throat> I hear you. Sorry, that was absolutely I was dying just now. Um I agree with Latin, to be honest. For me, like, majority of me wants to say personality comes first. Or that's what I would pick out of both. Um, And that is what I look for in people. However, I need to be physically attracted to you. And if I'm not, it's just not going to work. Because, and, and I never looked at it that way, how Latin describes it. But it's true, like, you've come to me because you, you're physically attracted to me. And you've seen something in me, in me that I want. Um... Mm. Or that you want, sorry. So therefore, it should it should be the same. Like me- relationships are supposed to be a mutual thing. Like you can't just be attracted to me, and I'm thinking, well, your personality is banging, but I think you're not attractive. However, with me, like if I've met somebody who has got a banging personality, I will still give them the chance until I'm like, I can't, I just can't do this. Like I just, there's no point in me carrying on because it's just not there. Because I'm, I'm a very I'm a, I'm a person that goes of goes of vibe. So if we're on the same vibe, that I'm I'm cool with that. But then at the same time, I do have to be physically attracted to you. And for me, it's nothing to do with like my friends or attracting whatever, because I don't actually give a shit what my friends think about my man. But myself, not saying you do, Latwin, but <laughs> some, but some people do. Like let's face it, some people do, and that's okay. But for me, I don't care if my man if everyone thinks my man is ugly as long as long as I'm attracted to him. That's all that matters. And I can't be with somebody who I genuinely I'm not attracted to. Like I can't do it. I just can't. And I understand that looks fade and you know, when you're older, those things are not important. But for me, like I know so much people that are still attracted to their partners after like eight years of being together, ten years of being together. So there's no reason why for me I that won't happen or that cost shouldn't happen. And yeah, I would rather obviously personality is very important, don't get me wrong, but for me it has to be for me, it has to be 50-50. I'm not going to lie. It has to be a bit of both. Like, I have to be physically attracted to you. And you have to make me happy as well, personality-wise. I'm not going to... Mm. I'm, I, I'm, I would never sacrifice either. I'm not going to sacrifice somebody's personality just because they're buff. And I would never sacrifice somebody's looks just because they've got a banging personality. Like, I just wouldn't do that. I, I honestly feel like you can get both. Mm. You have to. You have to. Because why compromise... And then we're spending 20, 30 years with laying next to something that you're not into because what's the yeah. point? Um, but like, do you know what? You, I realize that sometimes like I'm really bad when it comes to like guys that I'm like really like physically attracted to. I'm like the worst awkwardest person in the whole 
world. I don't know how to handle myself when I'm like really attracted to somebody. <laughs> so I have to find like a level playing field. I'm really bad. It's it's so bad. And I, it's like I be- it's like I become a child, like a really bad child. I just I just can't handle myself if I'm like generally really really attracted to like a guy. I just don't know how to carry myself around you. And it's really, really bad because it's like I said, like I said, I, I become childlike. Like I just, it's, 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 it's like, and the thing is, I'm actually really calm when I speak to people and that, but when it comes to people like that, I'm like, oh my God, you're like, you're, you're, you're just like so much type. Like, I just, I don't know what to do around you. Like, it's like, it's so, it, it's so bad. So I understand the need, but for me, I kind of don't know how to handle when someone i'm really really attracted to somebody <laughs> it's like i become like a whole awkward rubbish type of person and i'm just like, <laughs> I'm like help me because but then i have learned from experience that when i am attracted to someone like that it just takes me i can become like calm with them if i really got to know them um because looks are only one thing because if you're my type physically, it's only a small, it's like a half, it's, it's the half of the percentage. And I've, there's been guys that I'm really, really physically attracted to and their personality just don't match up. Mm. And there's guys that I haven't really been like that attracted to, but their personalities match up. Mm. And when the, their personalities match up and I'm not really into them, I've really developed like to really like them, even though they weren't my type. But there's the certain guys that are really, really my type physically, but I just haven't grown to their personality or who they are. So I think it can become both. So I feel like it needs, sometimes you need balance and sometimes these things need time. And I'm always saying about time and taking things and taking time to get to know people and understand people. Because sometimes these things don't happen straight away. Because I know some people that might not be attracted to you. Might not be like ugly per se, but you might not just be that type, that person's type. Mm. So just because someone's not your type, that don't mean they're okay. you're not attracted to them. Yeah, or they're ugly, or you're not attracted to them. Sometimes when you actually get to know somebody, you can become really attracted to them physically because you have actually the the light that you've taken into them and who they are as a person actually increases their attractiveness to you as a person so Mm -hmm. I've learned all of those things from like different experiences that I've had that looks are not everything but also personality is not everything I might be attracted to you but your personality might not match up I might be physically not attracted to you but your personality might match up and it's about finding that balance and sometimes these things take time because I've realized, but one thing I will not go, I will not go with somebody I think is ugly. I will go with somebody that I think is, you're all right, you're good looking, but you're just not my type. There's Mm. a difference. And I think when you um, find that difference that, okay, you might not be my usual type, but I don't find you like, you know, like, you know, some people you can meet today, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm so attracted to them. But there's certain people you can meet, you can tell they're not ugly. But they just not. They don't turn. They don't like turn you on. I'm not saying turn you on because somebody. That's not what I mean. Like, yeah, but like, that is what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, that's not what we've meant. That's what I meant. Because no, honestly, like, okay, in all honesty, yeah, in all honesty, I want to be with somebody that's going to turn me on. I want to look at my man and think you're hot. Like I'm attracted to you. I want that because I would expect him to think of me that way. I do. And I don't think that's a bad thing to say. I think it's okay for people to want that. I do. 
Because why should you, especially for me, yeah, it's that when you've had it and you know that's what you, what type of person you are, you know that's what you want. And even mm. with personality, let's take looks out of it. If you know you've had somebody who, <clears throat> for example, this sort of example comes up often, but if you know you've had somebody who always buys you flowers and always treats you like a lady and always romanticises you and stuff like that, you're going to want that going forward. You shouldn't mm. have to not want that. There's no, that, like, if it's if it's not something that you've had before and you're like oh I need somebody that's different but if you've always had somebody who buys you flowers you've always had somebody that opens a car door for you always has someone that pulls a chair out that's gonna be an expectation of yours do you know what I mean and that's okay and it's the same thing for us like you want somebody who you're gonna look at and be like I can and obviously not everybody's gonna be looking at that way but for example with you Mm -hmm. Lutwin you want somebody that you can show to your man your friends like look this is my man yeah that's okay there shouldn't there's nothing wrong with that do you know what I mean there's not there's Mm -hmm. literally nothing wrong with that as long as that person makes you happy and you're physically attracted to them there's no reason why you shouldn't want that do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah yeah but I think some people get some people do get kind of brainwashed in the sense of a lot of people just say oh you know personality is more important personality is more important and looks are not important but for me when you see somebody out for example if you're walking down the street and you see somebody out it's only the attractive ones that are going to get your attention that's true nobody wears a backpack saying i have a banging personality come chat to me you're talking (laughs) you're talking to somebody off how they look isn't it when you see somebody out on the street at work on the train on the tube on the in the clubs wherever you meet somebody Nine times out of ten, it's based off what they look like. Because you're like, actually, sometimes <clears throat> these people gr- draw your attention. And then it's only once getting to them where you're like, actually, your personality is banging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was out there the other day. And then I got there. And then there was like these guys there. And um, I was like, ah. And then at the end of the night, when we've all been like drinking, vibes and chilling and stuff. <laughs> One of them started talking to me. He said, no, I use your type. The guy didn't even have a shape up. Sorry, not saying that. That makes a difference. But he didn't have a shape up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how important is a shape up, though, because I noticed that straight away. I was like, but anywho, I was like, um, so me and him are speaking and he's just talking. We're talking, we're talking. And obviously I'm like giving him like, you know, like the, the kind of cold shoulder type of thing. Yeah. But then the thing is, yeah, the more I spoke to him at the end of the night, he was actually calm. I don't, maybe sometimes, I don't know whether you have to be straightforward with people or whatever it is. But I think, like what you said, he, he was, don't get me wrong, he was persistent, very, very persistent the whole night. And I was like, you know what, calm, like we can talk, etc. And the more I spoke to him, I was like, you know what, you've actually got a calm personality, you've got a cool vibe, even though you're not my usual type face wise or like looks wise but you're actually calm so i feel like what melissa's saying like people don't wear like a a backpack on their back saying i have actually a good vibe i'm a good person i'm good vibes i'm chilling i'm good personality Mm. so sometimes you have to take the time and some people are generally like a lot of guys normally are persistent because i don't think a girl if a girl was trying to talk to a guy and a guy kind of like is giving it like the cold shoulder he a girl would carry on most girls will be like, fuck off then. I'm off. Yeah. I don't know a girl that's very persistent in a way that if she's trying to talk to a guy and make it like, 
knowing that she's into him that will carry on but that's one thing i rate i clap my hands to guys because guys are very persistent and i think guys know the importance of personality and they know how women value personality and how personality can win a girl over even if you're not their usual type they know they can if they push and persist and carry on trying to speak to the girl they can win her over no matter what like and that happens all the time with a lot of guys and that's when they'll be looking at you like oh my god like i'm so happy and a lot of guys will tell they're pushing when it comes to certain girls but they know they got that girl because of personality and some girls are like that too but for girls i think some girls use sex they will use that their their pussy game they will use that you know what i got this guy (laughs) Let's (laughs) no no because i think guys use personality and some guys use dick game but some girls and money some guys try to use money as well yeah and some and and the only thing i can generally think a lot of girls use girls use that pussy game i don't know cooking food feeding them (laughs) but in what way though to like what to sell themselves it's not selling it's just to win the guy over a lot of girls to win the guy over yeah, so they'll be like to get the guy on their side. They'll be like, if a guy, you know, some guys that might not like a certain a girl, but the girl will put effort. Like, oh, come, I'll cook you dinner. I'll do this for you. And then when they be fucking or whatever, they would do that. She's making sure, like, she's like, listen. One thing I've always said, yeah, I will never use my vagina to win a guy over. Never. Of course not. What the hell? Because it work? I don't know. I don't what know. Did if you it say? Works. Does it work? <laughs> Does it work? Between, maybe you could answer that. No, I don't know. <laughs> I would never. That's one thing I would never do. Try to put a guy over with my vagina. No way. Because vagina can only take you so far. Like, yeah. sex can only take you so far. And then they can always find better. Hmm. There's, there's no. always someone. That's like, what do you I mean? don't. I don't know what. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's girls out there that do that, but I could never imagine using sex as a way to keep a guy. No, but have you not realized? Have you not? I, um, let me tell you how how I no, got it this happens. I, I don't cook. I don't clean. But she was like, Cardi promotes that type of stuff. That use your pussy. You can get like men, and a lot of men can get pussy whipped. A lot of oh, girls of get. So yeah, a lot of, of people use that sex game to keep a guy and keep, you know, like when, it, like, for example, people that like, like, um, argument sex or anger sex, and then they just keep each other around after their arguments and all of that stuff. People use sex to keep people around or to get the person. Yeah. And that's what but, whether, but less Cardi has been cheated on a number of times. So for me, <laughs> that type of stuff, like if that's what you're promoting, like, they'll always find better. So that's why yeah. somebody has to love you and be with you for you as a person, as a collective. Mm-hmm. So not just your vagina, but your looks, your personality, how you behave, how you treat people, plus that stuff. Cardi B is a very bad representation of her own self because she has been cheated on a number of times. And now she's having baby number two. Oh my God, yeah. I couldn't when I found it the other day, you know. Of course she is. Don't get me wrong. I listen to Cardi's music in it. I fuck with Cardi. But I never take on anything she says on board as a serious thing because the first of all, we're not living the same life. And second of all, <laughs> Offset has done a number of things to Cardi 
that she was not wanting to happen to her. And so, yeah, if that's what you're trying to use as a, well, if that's what certain girls are trying to use as an example, it's a poor example because look what's happened. As far as I'm concerned, if you're not selling your, and when I say sell yourself, I don't mean like sell yourself literally. I mean like being yourself and being being who you are. If you're not being who you are, and that's that's what's attracting the guy, just be pre- or the girl, just be prepared to know that's not going to last. If you're being who you are, you're being natural, you're being genuine, you're being authentic, and somebody doesn't want to be with you, then at least you could be like, well, you know, I was myself and they don't like it, and that's okay. But don't ever think that either you have to put on some fake show or <clears throat> or take in what that person's giving us. Because I've had guys put on some pretend acts like they're trying to... Because a lot of people think they know what you want and try to be that. But it's not genuine and it doesn't last. And you can see right through it most of the time. So for me, I just think if you're not being authentic and, and the person's not being authentic, don't expect it to last because it won't. Yeah. It's only it's only so long you can keep up a facade. That lady one time, she was talking to me and she was like, um, a relationship or a marriage that's based on sex will never work. It will let you down. So when people base it on stuff like that, it's mad. But then you got people that say, let's wait until sex after marriage, right? How do you then deal with like situations like that? Because there's some people that was like, let's wait until sex after marriage, but still things don't work out. So does it make a difference then in if you're waiting to sex after marriage as to who you're dealing with and how they maybe meet your expectations and the stuff like that? I think it makes a difference. I think it does. In terms of, I don't know, it's a weird one because I've heard of people who've been celibate and they've not done it until after marriage and it works out for them. And I've also heard of people who have done it and it still works out for them. So I don't know, I think it all depends. It depends on what what you want and what you're on and whether both of you are being honest or not. Because some guys will say they're celibate, but really they're getting it elsewhere. <laughs> so it's a... Ah! yeah some guys do that me personally I mean I would want to be celibate but it's not it's not for me (laughs) so I can't yeah I can't relate to the people that waits until um until marriage I've I've had like I don't know it's weird because growing up obviously like (laughs) culture and all that you you're being told or you know wait don't give it away if you give it away then the guy's gonna leave etc but i don't know i've just had different stuff around the whole thing so you got you got grew up told you grew up getting told if you give it away he'll leave yeah that's what i grew up being told well, like, if you have sex, he will leave you. Yeah, if you have sex with the guy, then he's going to leave you. Before That's marriage, a- I'm assuming. Yeah, before marriage. Mm. Oh, my God, really? That's yeah, not strange, that's- though. Lots of people are told that. Really? That's a lie, though. To be so- fair, I actually believed it. <laughs> I believed it for some time. <laughs> I believed it for some time. 
But then the more you grow up and the more you experience life, you realize that that's actually not the case. And I've I've heard of people who've waited and they've realized that the guy's dick is small and they literally left. So there's, I think it just depends on preference. It depends on, on, on what works for you. Yeah, if you like small people, <laughs> that's not a problem. That's not a problem at all because some people like small penis. But just to touch on this. Let's read where like, how can somebody like small penis? <laughs> no, this story is actually a real life story. Like the lady got married um and they didn't do it. And on their honeymoon, this lady was waiting for a long time because it wasn't like her first marriage. It was like her second one. So she was, she was waiting for a long time. And on their honeymoon, she discovered that the guy had a small one and she couldn't. For her, she couldn't. So imagine people have come to your wedding and stuff and we're all celebrating. And the next thing you hear that, oh, they're divorcing. She divorced him? Yeah. She said she can't. She couldn't do it. Did she do it with him? On their honeymoon, they couldn't do... She said... Nothing was popping. Yeah. She couldn't feel anything. Ah. So you've been waiting all this time. You've been waiting all this time for your honeymoon and you guys have been vibing only to discover that. I mean, if I was there, I would be thinking, is that why we didn't do it all along? (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know what? but some people a lot of people that have small penises make up it for it in other ways with their yeah. tongue oh. Sorry. I hear this you don't even have to have time, sex yeah, that but... day to be honest you don't actually have to have sex you can just feel it as well people nah, say they're still a bit but I don't understand how you don't know that man <laughs> your husband that you're about to marry has a small penis. Surely there must be a way that you'd have seen. Maybe sometimes you're kissing, and then you know people getting turned on and stuff, and then you can you can maybe have a little touch, have a little feel. But celibacy, you don't do that stuff though. Yeah, That's the difference. Do you not kiss? Well, celibacy. Now, some celibate, people- some celibate people kiss. Some some of them don't, but. I know serious celibate people are not touching no dick and vagina. They're not doing none of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm celibate. That's the I'm, whole point of celibacy. I'm touching everything and I'm doing everything. But that's from. not celibacy then. Yes, it is. Because celibacy it's- is supposed to be about resisting temptation, all of that stuff. Me resisting temptation is having a dick inside of myself. That's the only thing. <laughs> well, well, some... Okay, well, if we're talking about celibacy then, I'm talking about like people who are doing it for maybe spiritual reasons or religious reasons, they're not touching each other. They're not doing that. Yeah. They're not. Huh. So. That's mad. Me, I'll be like, can I see it? I'll be like, take your trousers off. Please let me yeah, see. Yeah, no. I don't know. Isn't that... that, uh... that do. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I'll, I'll be like, do you, I'm going to take my trousers off. And I'll be like, do, 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 but do that's you But that's temptation though. Yeah, that's not. That's the, the whole point that. of not doing it. But listen, I'm saying, can I see? I don't want to touch. I just want to see. But, but that's what leads people into on. acting on it, though. Yeah, yeah that's what leads people into it. acting. So that's why they don't do it. That's not celibacy. I don't, I don't think I'll act on it. If I just want to see and know what I'm getting after, like... What, rather... if, it's, what if it's what you want? Like, but for, but for me, the way I see it is, like, even if it's big or whatever, yeah, it doesn't mean that they're good at sex. So for me, that doesn't mean shit. But like, you can work with it. No, sometimes you can't. <laughs> 
Sometimes you can't. <laughs> you you can do the work. Yeah, you I don't know about all of that. <laughs> so like Melissa's always said this. Melissa always says like sexual compatibility or is important. She said it can't be developed. My me, I feel like no, we can learn to touch each other to do each other right to try compatibility is something that's there or it's not there if it's not there it can't be taught you can't you can't teach compatibility my friend i feel like when you learn each other's bodies you can i feel like you You tell him what you like and he tells you what they like this way this is what i want done to me no it's not natural for me boy has to be natural has to be a natural connection <clears throat> wow. um, that's one thing that I would never settle on, like sexual chemistry or sexual compatibility. I'll never settle on that. Like, nah, it's long. So, Melissa, what if you've met a guy mm. and literally everything is popping, but the sex is dead? Then what it's not popping. <laughs> <laughs> then everything is not popping. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna settle on it. I'm not. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna happen for me. Like if like the sex is not is okay, but it's not what you like it to be. If I can go, if I can, if we can make it work, then cool. But if I've tried a few times, I'm not gonna I'm not going to put in bare effort for something that's not mediocre. That's mediocre. I'm not because I know there's people out there that can do what what I need and vice versa. Because <laughs> so, the so thing is, me, you... guys ain't sticking around if the sex is shit and the head is shit and that. Guys ain't sticking around, so why should we? It's not. I'm not about it. <laughs> the sex is shit the head is shit what am I sticking around for <laughs> but that's what guys do if guys don't stick around if the sex is shit or the head is shit or they'll end up cheating and I don't want to cheat I'm not going to yeah, do that so I'd rather just bounce and be like look clearly you're not for me and I'm not for you and that's simple as because for me I don't think any any of this is hard when you're compatible with somebody and when things work they work mm. you shouldn't have to be like well this is good but mm, that's like I, I don't personally think that's what life is about you should be able to get what you want when you want. And when you've had it, you know what you want. And that's it. I don't want to be like, oh, well, you know, it can work. Two years later, you're still here getting pierced. And the thing is, a lot of people say they won't cheat or they won't do this. But you never know. When you get into certain positions, you just don't know what you would do because life is moving and you don't know what's going to happen. And for me, I would rather bounce than cheat. Or I would rather bounce than make my man feel like shit. Because men have a big ego. So if you're telling them, look, this ain't popping for me, they're offended. Not all of them, but some of them will be offended just by you saying, look, do it this way or do it that way. And not even just in sex, just in anything. Like, their egos are just very big. You're not getting offended by me saying, touch me this way, touch me that way. Because, you know, like, when you've been with someone for a while and, you know, like, you know each other's bodies well and, like... You're kind of familiar with each other. Sometimes you want to try new things. What's wrong with like sometimes, for example, if the sex is good, that like, or you you've you're calm. But like, what's wrong with the partner saying like, "Can we try this? I want you to try. Like, can we try this together?" I don't see if your ego is getting if you're not open to certain things like trying new things because in life I can't keep doing the same position for forty years. Like, come on, who's on that? Like, come on, like. But, but trying new positions and do, trying new things is a lot different to saying I don't like it when you do it this way. Do it that way. That's completely different. But, but sometimes that could be because once you get into a, a routine of doing certain things, sometimes you know there's adaptation that you might get the same stuff might get boring. You're like, I don't like that no more. Try something new. I don't like it when you do that no more. I want you to do this. So that could be said during like a. a 
like a long period of time you might have liked it before but now your body's saying i don't like that no more because especially for example if you've had children if you've had a child there's something you you might have liked before you had a kid because after you've had a child your body changes there's certain things that are moved around i don't know all of that stuff yeah so you might the stuff you liked before you had a kid like now you don't like after you've had a kid so you'll be saying to your partner like baby like you know like i don't like that no more like can you try so i feel like sometimes that could still happen even if the sex was good because now you're saying i want to try this because now what you're doing feels shit like you don't feel good no more i personally think it depends on the approach and it? it depends on what it is because i've been in situations with guys where they don't even want to hear what you're saying and I've been in situations with guys where they will be happy to do anything. So it just depends on the situation. It depends on the approach. Because if you're saying this is shit, don't do it like that. Stop doing it like that. Then obviously that's different. But if you say to the guy like, look, like, but to be honest, regardless of the approach, some guys ain't hearing it. Because a lot of these guys think they're banging at everything. And honey, it's not popping. So for me, some guys, and, and girls do as well. Some girls think they're banging at sex and they ain't. But I just think it's a case of like, if you're not even comfortable to say to the person, look, do it this way or don't do it that way and not be worried about their approach or their response, then you probably shouldn't be sleeping with them, to be honest. But what you're starting to understand is some people have been with like people before and those people have loved what they were doing and then they come to you and they... They think like you, you like you're gonna like what the other person, what they were doing to the other person. And then they realize like bodies are different. How I touch the other person or how they touch the other person is not gonna be the same way I touch you. I have to know what makes your body tick because every every everybody's body is different. So that's why you've got some guys who think they got it popping because the last girl was screaming, calling their name, calling him papi, calling him daddy, calling him everything under the earth, right? And then they come to you, you're saying, "Come on, frog." Like what's going? What on? are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 what's going on here? So sometimes because they knew they were hitting the other girl different, or some girls knew they were hit, like they were whatever riding it different with the other guy or mad. They come to this next guy, they think it's gonna be the same thing, but you realize like it's not the same thing. Like in, in but, you need to switch up. But this is the thing though, everybody's different. So you can't think that because you've done something to five girls and it's been fine, that the next five girls is going to be the same. It won't. And the same thing with girls. You can't think just because... And the thing is, a lot of people are not comfortable in sex to say, I don't like this. Change it up. A lot of people are not comfortable saying stuff like that. So they'll just continue making it seem like, yeah, you're doing bits. And they're not. But do you know what? What I understand and what I know is that energy doesn't lie. When you're there with somebody and in bed, you can tell when the energy is not matching up. Yeah, but some people fake it. Have you never heard of girls fake, faking orgasms? Like, come on, even, man. Even I feel like some guys know when a girl's faking it, though. They don't. They they don't. It. I have faked it. Bro, who hasn't? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you think guys fake it as much as women no no because they release don't they they have to release if they Me don't release don't then do. yeah i don't think they do as well really no so why girls fake. 
Why do you feel like girls fake it and women, men don't? Why because they don't it... want to bruise guys' egos. Why do we have to fake it and they don't? We need, we want satisfaction too. That's why we have to stop. I'm an advocate for that. I don't agree with people faking nothing. Tell them <laughs> if they don't want to tell, if you don't want to hear it, bye. Why am I sitting here not enjoying? I'm sorry. Anyway, I sorry. think it's Let awkward, isn't it? I think why it's awkward. awkward? You're in why, the hit- what's awkward about telling a guy you ain't hitting it right? No, because when the guy is hitting you, they're probably going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you're just there like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, just feel, I just feel like it's awkward because they are clearly in a different world and you're, you're thinking, I can't wait for them to finish. God forbid. So how, <laughs> so how no, then do you say, oh, God, stop it? Actually, God forbid. No, but a lot of women have certain things that they do. They know, like, they can do certain things and a guy will come and then it's done and over, it's over and done with. Especially when you know the guy as well. You know the certain things you can do and get it done, <laughs> over, finish. And then, you know, bang, done. The job's done and you keep it moving. Skills. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people like that, though. Especially when you know the person. I just think it's a... That's why I said, if you feel like that with somebody in the sense of you feel like you can't say certain things or because it's awkward, you shouldn't be sleeping with them. That's the way I see it. But obviously we don't, and not a lot of people are like that. Like, let's face it. Like if you meet somebody on a one night stand or whatever, it's very unlikely you're going to say, well, you know, do it this way, that way, because you're probably thinking, whatever, I'll get it done tonight. I won't have to see them ever again. But I just think... um, people should probably be more honest in the bedroom um, because it will save a lot of people's time because there's no good, you know, thinking, oh, it will calm or it will calm or, uh, you know, it will develop or whatever it may be when you know that deep down you're just not feeling it. And that's why I said at the beginning for me, like sexual compatibility and sexual, um, like that chemistry has to be there from the beginning because I don't want to have to keep telling you the same thing because I wouldn't like it if somebody kept telling me the same thing I just think well I'm trying my best here and it's not working and maybe they think that as well so yeah I just I don't know I just think it's another expectation really it's the same sort of thing like you expect to be satisfied by the guy and if they're not satisfying it then you have to bounce really yeah okay so just before we draw it to an end so let's so do you ever think then anyone's ever actually broken your heart or do you think they've just broken your expectations? I think they've broken my expectations. That's what I think. Because it's the whole thing of not being on the same page and not getting what you want does hurt or thinking that you are entitled or you deserve to get it and then you don't especially after you've invested your time and your energy and your money and everything into that relationship. Your, money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your heart I'm and finished. money. You start to think of all those things that you've invested in because of the expectation that you invested had. in stocks and shares. Yeah, and, and you thought, you know, you're going to make a profit and then you make a loss. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god it's, it's, it's that loss that's painful and then having to deal with with the loss and moving on so I, it's, it's definitely expectation how have you how do you deal with the loss though what's the like 
what's the best way to deal with it or how have you learned to deal with the loss I think taking time to yourself and discovering yourself and knowing what you actually want because some of these things um it's the red flags as well like when you see red flags and stuff like that you just have to protect yourself so you deal with your losses by learning from it and not doing it again because the more you do it the more you're just gonna keep making losses and it's just gonna be a cycle yeah taking time is really important like just looking at the part that you played and like understanding yourself as well like why you did what you did (laughs) yeah what do you think like okay so from your experiences like what caused you to do what you did in situations like I would say ignorance and having that, I don't know what it is, like having an idea of something, like not facing reality, really. I think that's the best way to put it. So daydreaming, having this dream that you think is going to become a reality when you're actually not accepting that the reality is things are not going anywhere. Oh, gosh. gosh. So, you know, you can hop like, it's like what I was saying that you see you see the white wedding, that's the dream. But the reality of it is you and the guy are not even talking about those things. Mm. Oh my god. So you're so, always oh, making up stories in your head then? Yeah, like you've already made up a whole story in your head, but the reality is not that. That's not happening in, in, in reality. There's no ring on your finger in reality. And in reality, mm. the guy is stressing you out, but you're seeing a wedding. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's right, two different worlds <laughs> so yeah i would definitely say that's that's what made me to be in that situation not accepting reality and looking at the dream yeah Ooh. yeah how do you bridge the how did you bridge the gap when i faced reality like okay we're not going anyway it's been like three years <laughs> we're still in the same circle <laughs> this dream is not happening (laughs) there's no ring on my finger (laughs) there's no ring on my finger like reality does kick in because if you're with someone for that if you're with someone for that long you do start to ask yourself questions it's normal like okay what are we actually doing you know me i know you like where is this like what's the next stage we can't just keep on talking and getting to know each other for over three years but did you ask questions with a guy about three years deep did you ask questions oh yeah when you ask questions as well that does help yeah i did ask questions don't ask i didn't get the answer that i wanted (laughs) that's the thing i was gonna say that's that's another thing people ask questions they don't get the answers they want but they think oh that will change but i personally think um just going back to the question, I personally think someone can break your heart and not just your expectations because when you fall in love, you don't fall in love with your expectations. You fall in love based off your heart and how you feel about the person. Um, so for me, I think people can break your expectations. Um, and obviously I always say that, you know, no expectations, no disappointments. However, when you get into a relationship, you are naturally going to expect pe- things from people. You're going to expect them not to cheat. You're going to expect them not to disrespect you, you know, embarrass you, that type of stuff. But for me personally, when I fall in love, I'm not thinking about 
all these other things that happen in life. I'm just thinking about I love you and that kind of thing. So if you break my heart, I'm not thinking about, well, you know, I invested my time in you and you've you've broke that or I've expected this from you and, I, and you've you've not ex- exceeded that or whatever it may be. I'm not thinking like that. I'm just thinking, well, I'm in love with you and you've showed me that I shouldn't really be in love with you. And for me, that's what heartbreak is. So for me, I do think somebody can break your heart and break your expectations as well. But this is why I said before, there's, I personally think there's different expectations. So I think there's expectations that you have of your, of yourself within a relationship. And there's expectations that you have with anybody that you have a relationship with. And when it comes to breaking that, that's one thing. But when it comes to that love that you've broken, for me, that's not an expectation. I don't think anyway. Sometimes how I see it is that if I'm loving you, if we're in love, to some extent I shouldn't expect anything. So there is nothing for you to break. Yeah. Um, so when do we actually say we can give something, our whole, our love and everything without expecting anything back? So if I'm saying the expectations are the ones I have broken me or like put me down or put me to pieces I was expecting something from you and if I'm giving you my love my love should be pure in a way that I don't expect anything from you I'm just loving you for for everything for you for your person for who you are so it can be difficult in a way that can we really say as humans we love without expectations I don't think so for a lot of people but if you're to love purely holy then nobody can really break your expectations because you're loving without expecting anything back you don't need to expect anything back when you when you love wholeheartedly wholeness just that love that pureness ha let's confused but <laughs> <laughs> i have as well to be honest i can't lie <laughs> no, for real. But like, do you know, don't, do you for know me, it's not for me. It's not expectate. It's not expecting nothing back. That's why I said it's for me. It's two different things. Having your own personal expectations for me is different to expecting something from a relationship. For me, regardless of who I am with or where I am, I do not expect to be disrespected by anybody. I don't. I'm not necessarily going to put that on somebody because I know that there's a chance that a man could disrespect me. But I'm not going to expect to be disrespected. I'm not. If it happens, it happens. But it's not. Gonna, I'm not going to go and thinking. Well, you know. Well, you know. He could disrespect me, and I'll just have to deal with it. I don't. And that's why I said, when it comes to love, yeah, you have unconditional love, conditional love, unconditional love. People really are in co- unconditional love relationships, where no matter what they do, they will love them regardless. Then people don't have expectations of anybody because regardless of what they do and regardless of how they make them feel they're still going to love them they're not expecting nothing back from them so for me that's why I honestly feel like love and expectations are two different things because when you for me I find when you genuinely fall for somebody and when you genuinely love somebody like Latwin said you're doing tunnel vision you're not even thinking about certain things sometimes so you're not expecting nothing from them so when they break your heart it's even more of a shock because you weren't even expecting nothing 
you weren't expecting to experience nothing like this because you weren't even looking for certain things. And that's why people get so bamboozled in relationships because then their eyes aren't open to certain things. And that's what I honestly feel like love can be to some people. Yeah, I, I get I get where you're coming from. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when it comes to love, it can be difficult because from where you from where you're taking it from expectations maybe it's just about distinguishing what those things that are not love are and if those things are not love then and you think they're love then mm. we have to let it go because you need to maybe it's just about establishing what your definition of love is and when when you come across certain things that are not love then you let it go but like if just the question like um has anyone broken your expectations or really broken your heart? I think to some extent, it can come as a shock if somebody does something that you wasn't expecting, right? Or from them, for example. It's, it could be someone literally, you know how people change sometimes in relationships and situations? Mm-hmm. And when someone does something that you was not expecting, it can be like, oh my God, I didn't know you had this in you. I didn't know this is what you was as a person. I didn't know you had a character. This is part of your character. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not even the fact that someone broke your expectations because you wasn't expecting them to be that type of person. It's just that person's, the side of them was just hidden and it wasn't at the surface. So is it breaking your expectations? Maybe not because you had already, like Latwin said, you had an idea of who the person was. Because I feel like whenever people, um, something comes to surface about how someone is, that is who they are. And that, they've always had that in them. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of fact that it just wasn't the right time for them to show you who that, that side of them. So it's more about having that shock, that surprise about who the person is. Like, oh my God, you've broken what I didn't think you was. This is who I thought you was. And like people, as much as we don't like to admit it, we always have an idea of who someone is. Of course. And I always say, nobody can put their expectations of me on me. You cannot put your expectations of who you think I am on me. Only I can do that. So whoever you think I am, that is your choice to see me as that person. I can't change your opinion of who you see me as. Only you can do that. Yes, you have your opinion, your perspective, your expectations of who I am, but that is who you see me as based Mm. on what I've shown you. But I can't change your opinion of who you think I am. Only you can do that. And a lot of times, most people will show you who they are then your opinion changes over time. And when your opinion changes over time, that's when you're like, oh my God, that's when what I was expecting. So can someone mm. break your expectations and not really your heart? Maybe, I would say, but sometimes that's not the case. I just think it depends on the situation because sometimes our expectations can really just blind us. They're like the problem. Mm. Like some people say no expectations, no problems, or et cetera. You live, you live like... You live lavish. You're living Gucci if you have no expectations. But if you have those expectations and they're always in place and you're constantly having to, you're constantly disappointed. If I think for me, if it becomes a pattern, 
when you're constantly disappointed in people or relationships or marriage or whatever it may be, then you need to look at how you're seeing people. Maybe you're not actually seeing people for who they are rather than for what you think they are and what you want them to be. So sometimes it's just the lenses you're seeing through and the feelings you're seeing through and the emotions that you're seeing through as a person. Because most people, I would say, show you who they are. Whether you see it or not is a choice that's yours. And I mm. think that's what we need to be aware. And we need to allow ourselves to be open and see people for what they are, see things as they are. But that's easier said than done. No, I think, just to add on, I think it's true, like... I personally think we all do have expectations of things and people regardless of where we are, who we are. Everybody does. But I think it's just important to recognise that just because you have an expectation of something or someone doesn't mean it's going to turn out the way you expect it to. And this is why I always run with like no expectations, no disappointments, because naturally as a human, like we're going to expect people to do certain things or we're going to have a certain level of a standard that we expect to be met. But I just try not to get disheartened by things or by certain people because I always think, well, I don't expect nothing from anybody. Like, I try my best not to in any situation. I try my best not to let anybody or to let my judgment be clouded by expectations because I think that's that's when it gets dangerous. I feel like when people's judgments are clouded by their expectations of that person because all they think is, well they wouldn't do that they wouldn't do this and it's like well just because you weren't expecting it it doesn't mean it's not going to happen and just because you were expecting it it doesn't mean it is going to happen do you know what I mean like you could be talking to somebody and they're like well you know I didn't expect them to do that and it's like but really they were kind of showing you signs that they were going to do that but because you chose to ignore it now here you are do you know what I mean so I feel like it's definitely a sticky one but for me, I just always run with like, just don't expect anything from anybody. Just obviously you're going to naturally like, but I just think subconsciously you're going to, but consciously my advice is just try not to because people will let you down. Like everyone's been let down by someone, whether it's in a relationship or or not, everybody's been let down by someone. So yeah, that's my advice. Between why are you leaving with the people? I'm leaving the people with what Melissa said. No expectations. <laughs> <laughs> no expectations, no heartbreak. I think for me, that's how, that's the best way to look at it. Because if you don't actually expect anything from anyone, you won't feel, you won't, you won't feel the hurt really because you're not expecting anything. I think mm. everyone has expectations, definitely whether you want to agree to it or not unconsciously i think everyone has expectation yeah you you want you give you give what you get so whatever you give out you expect something back anyway so i think it's the same when it comes to like relationships and stuff um it's easier said to say oh don't have expectations but yeah once you're in it naturally you're gonna expect the person to be loyal to you and all that and when they're not loyal to you um it's gonna hurt because you you had those expectations so try your best not have any expectations from anyone because people will be people at the end of the day and people do change Mm. so you just have to guard guard your heart above all else yeah Yeah. for me yeah 
Don't ever let anybody disrespect you and have your boundaries in it. That's all the, the main things for me in it. That's it. Hey! Can't come disrespect my space. No way. And I need to guard your energy. Guard your aura. Guard your spirit. Guard your heart. Guard everything because that's all you have. Who you are as a person. How you react to the world and don't let anybody put in something that you're not with, that don't sit right with you, like we always say. Like, don't accept disrespect or humiliation, embarrassment, someone constantly demeaning you. Just mm. know what your standards are, know what your values are, and don't ever push them, push them aside for anybody else because you are wanting something that they're offering you. Because I'll tell you this, there's someone out there that's going to give you that times more, times a hundred, times a thousand, better and in any way that you could never imagine. So take your time and don't be desperate. Don't be, take your time because in life things will come at their time and things will happen when they're meant to. Because at times, sometimes when you're so ready for something, it's some things can really blind you so just take your time but yeah um mm -hmm. yeah um let's win thank yes. you thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me did you enjoy it yeah i enjoyed it it was interesting oh good very interesting yes lovely discussion She'll come back <laughs> <laughs> with my craziness. <laughs> you know, Latun, you're not even crazy. You're you're actually literally you're calm because you know what? In this world, what I understand is there's people that are exactly like you, and there are people that experience what you have experienced and what you go through. So that's true. I don't think there's anything, true. and I all learn from our journey our experiences and yeah. yeah and that's all that's that's all part of life isn't it but thank you we appreciate and like i said guys she will be back at some point um listen do you want to drop your socials or anything like that yeah so follow me on instagram it's princess Letween. Yeah. <laughs> white wedding because she's a princess <laughs> i'm cinderella princess Letween. princess Letween. Yes, that's my instagram uh... and on snapchat it's princess.letween yeah yes you tell me <laughs> but yeah all right guys <laughs> Thank you for, for coming through on this um, chill session. We hope you've enjoyed it. And yeah, um, thank you. We'll see you at the next, next chill session. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Real girls, for real women, real men, for real people. <laughs> <laughs>